You're listening to Sky Aspects with Cleopatra Jade, a podcast about astrological topics, also full and new moons. Enjoy, guys. We had the full flower moon lunar eclipse at 14 degrees of Scorpio, happening around 10.33 a.m. Pacific, which is 1.33 p.m. Eastern. Check your local time to see when this lunation is occurring for you. And this is the final lunar eclipse in Scorpio for a long time. We will not have another lunar eclipse in Scorpio or any total eclipses in Scorpio until about October 31st of 2032. However, we aren't completely done with the Taurus Scorpio axis. There will be one final lunar eclipse in Taurus as we get to about October. October 28th of this year will be the final Taurus eclipse that we'll have. This next new moon that we have in Taurus will be just a regular schmegler new moon. And by the time we get to October, it'll be a full moon in Taurus and it'll be close enough to the nodes in order to become an eclipse even though the nodal axis will be in Aries and Libra. This final Scorpio eclipse happens to be a penumbral one. Penumbral eclipses happen at the fainter part of the Earth's shadow, causing it to be lighter than our typical blood moon. So it will be more pinkish in hue than a rusty red color. However, in the Americas, this eclipse will not be visible since it's happening in the day and afternoon hours for us over here in North America and South America, but it will be visible where it's nighttime in specific areas. This eclipse will be visible in Antarctica, New Zealand, Australia, Indonesia, Africa, Europe, and Asia. So those living in those areas will get an opportunity to view it. And this full moon happens to be a flower moon. The reason why May's full moon is called a flower moon is because of the time of year associated with the bloom of flowers. So it's one of those literal names. And it was observed by ancient and native tribes that flowers were blossoming during this lunar event. On a spiritual level, a flower moon can symbolize the time of blossoming in your life. So this could be a period where you're seeing the hard work and effort that you're putting in is starting to bloom for you in some area of your life. Transit-wise, this moon is a mixed bag moon and the vibes on the graph are very upbeat compared to most of the transits that we have with this moon. Although there is an alignment going on with Venus and Jupiter that could be a saving grace after this lunation is over. For a lunar event, it's interesting to see good luck energy and social energy popping up on the graph. Some of that's happening from the 5th all the way up until the 6th. We also have mental energy happening from the 5th going all the way up to the 7th. So this entire weekend is going to be a weekend of being in our heads about things, maybe in some intense ways, but also coming up with some alternative solutions to complex problems that we have in our life. Also, there's a smidge of romantic energy on the 5th mixed in with a little bit of emotional sensitivity, a smidge of ambition ambition and a little bit of solitude. So even though this is an eclipse in Scorpio, we have some really jolly vibes surrounding it, which is generally not said in the same sentence with these types of lunar events. And now for the fun part, the disclaimer I always do when I'm reading eclipses. If you listen to me normally with new and full moons, I read those very differently than I do eclipses, and that's for very crucial reasons. Eclipses are high octane, highly charged up new and full moons, making them energetically unpredictable. And this is because it is a changing of the light and luminaries. There is disruption to the light of the sun and moon during these eclipses. So in a lot of ways, it's like a system update. When we have a system update, a new patch for the software that we're running on, or something to fix a bug or glitch for the script that we're running on, what we need to do is power down our computer and then boot it back up. And when we do that, it changes the current coding that we're running on, revealing a more updated version of our software or our operating systems. 
So eclipses are meant to remove kinks, bugs, glitches, and whatever else type of error codes that we might be running on. And for that reason, it's not wise to manifest during these events. In between any eclipse season, you just don't want to mess with that sort of energy because it could create some sort of error when it comes down to whatever type of metaphysical work you're trying to do, any journaling, any vision board stuff or charging your crystals in the moonlight, because I know a lot of people like to do that, but during these times, do not put your crystals in that moonlight, because this is malefic energy, and it could have adverse effects, and as I said before, it's unpredictable energy, and so it can create glitches that you're not intending on having, or it could delay something, or it could speed something up that you may not be ready for, but luckily, eclipse season is almost over. I would say by Sunday, if you want to resume any manifestation, any metaphysical work, getting in touch with your mystical side and things like that, then have at it. But at least try to wait until May 7th, May 6th or May 7th to resume all of that again. End of rant. So instead of looking at reflective questions like I like to do during new and full moons, we can look at some possible occurrences that could happen. This is in Scorpio energy. Scorpio energy is about transforming the things that need a shift in our lives. It is about the rebirth process, the death and rebirth process. Not that it means actual death, but it could mean eliminating pure purifying or shedding off parts of yourself that are no longer viable in favor of regenerating to something healthier and stepping into your personal power. And it's about looking at the parts of life, our scenarios, situations, and ourselves that might be unappealing and scary in some sort of way and resolving those things and seeing the truth for what it is so that way we can have a fulfilling life. So under this influence, if you're being aspected by this lunation, this could be about shifting from an old form that prevents you from ascending to something new in your life. It could be a time where you're finding yourself cutting off situations that are turbulent for you. So that could be about breaking old routines, patterns, relationships that you've been in, the relationship you have with yourself, and other things that create chaos in your life. Energetically, this could be a time where you're setting spiritual boundaries to keep your vibes safe. Scorpio connects us with the unseen, it connects us with our occult energy, it connects us with our metaphysical energy, and so this could be a time where you are looking to create that sort of boundary so that way there aren't certain interferences. This could be dealing with people, maybe you're sensitive to vibes of other people, and you're picking it up in a spongy sort of way and so you're wanting to put some sort of barrier up so that you're not feeling other people's energy and emotions it doesn't mean someone's sending negative intentions or anything like that but sometimes we need to protect ourselves and learn how to put some sort of wall up spiritually especially if we do absorb other energies and so this can usher in a time where you're looking to do that for yourself this could push you into a period to regain control of your life if you've lost your way an eclipse like this can also usher in a period where you're working on trust issues whether it's trusting yourself trusting others or vice versa, anybody that you're dealing with that might have trust issues. This might put you in a position where you're having to confront that behavior in someone else. But overall, this could be a time where you're working on your inner psychology. That way you're developing better coping mechanisms. You're working on the things that you've repressed so that way you can face them in the most healthy way possible. That way you're moving forward with your life and you're not being bogged down by stuck emotions. So it could also give you the urge to do some deep research. This is a very researchy sign. This is a sign about digging deep and finding the answers and finding the truths of situations. Sometimes finding the truths is not always a negative thing. Finding the truth is never a negative thing, to be honest with you. It may be a painful thing at times, but it is something that's meant to help you in the long run and meant for you to see. But research-wise, this might be a time for you to look up how to resolve complexities in certain areas of your life or how to understand 
understand complex issues or complex problems or something to do with research about universal truths. But overall, the Scorpio eclipse is a time to detox from what's destructive in your life so you can purify your soul and step into your Phoenix energy. Let's look at these transits and see what we can expect from this lunar event. As a reminder, don't forget to like and subscribe because it helps this channel grow. And if you'd like to support the work of this channel, you could do so by buying me a fresh cup of coffee. There's a link in the description box below. Kind of like what I was saying before earlier in this podcast, we have a mixed bag moon and we have three chart rulers for this moon also. So this is going to add some variety transit wise. Our chart rulers are Mars and Pluto for Scorpio. Mars being the ancient ruler before Pluto was discovered. Scorpio always gets two rulers when we're looking at Scorpionic things. And we have Venus as the co-ruler for the sun because the sun is in Taurus, the opposite sign of Scorpio. So we always look at that co-ruler to see what type of energy it's bringing to the lunar event. This moon will connect to Mercury, Venus, and Uranus in a complex sort of way. And this can bring on sudden miscommunication, issues with problematic relationships, and the need to detach from our emotions because they're feeling so raw. So there could be moments where we find ourselves shutting down emotionally as a result of this because we're not wanting to deal with the communication issues and inflated drama of a problematic relationship we might be experiencing. Mars and Pluto are connected in a complex manner and the modern ruler, Pluto, happens to be in retrograde. It went retrograde five days ago. So with the retrograde portion of this, we could find ourselves going back to something we ignored, something that was beneath the surface, something that we we might have repressed, it could give us a moment of clarity too and shed some light on some circumstances that might have eluded us in some sort of way. With the portion connected to Mars, Mars and Pluto making that hard aspect with one another, this can ramp up irritation and our ability to moderate our temper. So there could be moments where we're feeling edgier than normal, triggery than normal. So we might have to be mindful of the way we're speaking to other people. We might have to work on some control issues as a result of this. So if you have the luxury to take a moment, take a step back from people, and then come back to them when you're calm to discuss whatever problematic things might be occurring. On top of that, Mars is connected to some problematic alignments with Jupiter and Saturn. And so this can ramp up our impulsivity. There could be moments where we're wanting to get our way and we're having to deal with the consequences of impulsivity as a result. So if we're pushy and demanding and want our way, there might be some sort of backlash from others. There's definitely going to be some pushback if we're trying to push our luck with other people. Venus, the ruler for Taurus, is also going to be connected in this lunar event, and it will connect with Neptune and Pluto, the other ruler, the modern ruler for Scorpio, in a complex matter. This could bring up situations where we're self-sabotaging in relationships and financial situations, and we're not transforming any unconstructive behavior in our lives. So this could be about repeating patterns and not doing what we need to in order to shift that energy, in order to shift the way we approach these situations in a healthier manner. But luckily, Venus is connected to Jupiter and Saturn, unlike Mars, in a harmonious alignment. And this can really round out this full moon lunar eclipse situation as we get more towards the weekend because we feel these energies of the eclipse more than just that one particular day. So this will rev up the need to let our hair down, to go out, to be social, capitalize on some lucky and fortunate situations, and overall just feeling like it's time to get to a place 
place where we can enjoy ourselves again. The signs that will be affected by this lunar event will be the fixed modality. Taurus, Leo, Scorpio, and Aquarius between 14 to 24 degrees of these zodiac placements. So if you have planets and chart points within these signs, you're going to be more affected by this lunation more than other people. So yeah, that's the last of eclipse season until October 14th of 2023. We are coming to an ending point in this Taurus-Scorpio axis, although it will not be completely done until we have that lunar eclipse in Taurus on October 28th. But we will cross that bridge when we get there. Anyway, I hope you all have a very constructive eclipse in Scorpio later and see you in the next episode.